Good evening. I just wanted to share a message with you today, uh, just briefly. Something that's been really on my mind and on my heart today since I woke up to share with you was um, and is from Romans chapter 12 and uh, from verse 3 onwards. I mean, the whole chapter is pretty awesome, but just from 3 to 8, and it says, For by the grace of God given to me, Paul says, I say to every one of you, not to think more highly of himself and of his importance and ability than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment, as God has apportioned to each a degree of faith and a purpose designed for service. The thing that really we need to understand is that God has gifted every single one of us with a specific assignment, with a specific focus, with a mission that we are to fulfill in the earth. Nobody is born to not accomplish something, to have an impact and make a difference somewhere in the world somehow. It doesn't mean to say that you're going to be some kind of celebrity or that you are going to be, uh, you know, sort of an outstanding person, some great hero in the annals of time. But every single one of you are heroes. Every single one of us are heroes within the context of where we are. Because God has given to each of us a degree of faith. The word there is meresmos, um, which means a boundary, a portion, a his, his set for us a, a portion of what we are supposed to function as and what we're supposed to accomplish. That doesn't mean some people have more faith and greater faith. It just means some people have exercised their faith more than others, as we'll see. But within the context of what we are to accomplish, God has set a metron for us, a grace metron. So he, he says, by the grace of God given to me, I say to every one of you, everyone, not just some, but every one of you, not to think more highly of himself and of his importance and ability. We come back down to what we've been speaking about last week, which is service. Leadership is about serving. The kingdom of God is about serving, serving the world with something, serving the world around you, serving this culture with the culture that comes from heaven. But God doesn't just give us a random sort of, you know, go out there and do this. I struggled with that for many years. You know, it's just this random kind of thing that was given to us is go out there and win the lost. And that just, you know, it, to my kind of personality doesn't register in any kind of sphere of un comprehension. Is I don't understand out there. You've got to give me a target. You've got to give me a purpose. You've got to give me a structure. I've got to understand how I'm going to do this. I need strategy. I, me, that's just how I am. Now, for Michelle, you can put her anywhere, and she connects with people anywhere, anyhow. Uh, out there is a, is a wonderful concept to Michelle, but not to me. Out there doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So I know, I know there are other people like that out there. So we, but he goes, he says we must not to think more highly of ourselves 
and of our importance and our ability than we ought to think. In other words, don't have a superior, exalted view of yourself. We need to get to understand our metrons, our boundaries of where we are right now. I just read a comment. Somebody was saying that, uh, let me see if I can find it for you. Uh, So I thought it was like really interesting. And uh, they were saying, I don't think I'm going to find it now. It's changed. Um, So it was on, on, on LinkedIn, but um, they were saying that uh, that the you know you can have ideas you can have um, insights but if you haven't got money you can't do anything you you're never going to get anywhere you can never accomplish anything there's nothing you can do and they say you know that's not really the right attitude the right mindset God wants you to start where you are He gives you a platform and He gives you a gift and that's not really what I want to talk about a little bit tonight is that. I'm talking about the whole concept, of course. So, because God is a portion to each degree of faith, a metron. So it doesn't mean, it's not the amount of faith, but a degree or or a metron of faith, a an area of faith to operate in. Paul said that in, in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 10 as well. He said, we, you know, our, we don't exceed our metron of faith. It's like everybody wants to be like somebody else. You, the biggest challenge today is, and every day and all life and in every generation is to discover what is your metron? What is your boundary? Where's your boundaries? Because that's where you are comfortable. And I'm not talking about comfortable and, you know, being passive. I'm talking about having, uh, being content. That's where you can operate. That's where your gift functions well. That's where you are comfortable and natural. You don't have to try and be anybody else. You don't have to uh, uh, try and copy others. You just are who you are right in that place. So he goes on verse 4 to say, for just as in one physical body we have many parts and those parts do not all have the same function or special use. Verse 5, so we who are many are nevertheless just one body in Christ and individually we are parts one of another, mutually dependent on each other. So we all have something to contribute. We all have been given an assignment. We've all been given a something to contribute within a certain metron, within a certain sphere of influence that we can influence, that we are, we have gifted. And we mustn't think beyond that right now. Now that grace can grow, but this is where we are. We don't exceed what's been given to us. So start within that area. Do what you can with what you have where you are today. You know, it's like, it's like I'm trying to think of an example, but you know, I, I'm thinking we're sitting in Johannesburg, South Africa, struggling uh, when we left America to go back to South Africa back in 1999, uh, um, in 2009. And we ha- we were just like, I was working a job and with digging trenches with a bunch of guys. And um, so what do we do? So what do we have? What do we use? So Michelle and Jesse, Jesse was only like nine years old at that point in time, my youngest son. So he starts selling cupcakes, coming back, telling his mother he, she must make cupcakes because he knew she can make cupcakes. So we had a stove. We had, we, we had some flour and some icing 
Um, and so Michelle begins to bank some cupcakes. Next thing, we've got kids standing out the door, around the corner, down, down the lane, coming to buy cupcakes. That paid for food for us. And so there's always a way for you to increase. There's always a way to start somewhere. It's when you do nothing. See, God has apportioned to each a degree of faith and a purpose designed for service. We've all been given a purpose, a mission for service, to serve our, our world, our community, our, the culture of the day, so that we can make an impact where we are. So it's not this random thing. It's something, a purpose, a, a, an apportionment, a, an appointment that we've been given. You know, we call it a calling. We call it a mandate. But it's, a, it's an appointment. It's appointment. So this appointment means we've missed the appointment or we've been taken off the appointment. So when you're suffering disappointment, you've been taken off the appointment. But appointment is that sense of purpose designed, a purpose designed for service. And so every single one of us, just as one body in Christ and individually, we are parts one of another, mutually dependent on each other. I need your gift. You need mine. There's no competition in this. There's no superiority or inferiority. Some do and some and others contribute. But that doesn't mean we disrespect those that are not like us. That doesn't mean we criticize those that are, judge those that are not like us. That doesn't mean that everybody's got to be mindless, robotic copycats of us. We try and develop these little ro robots that look and talk and act just like us. Now, what we want, we want to, in fact, power, empower people into what they can do. So it goes on to say, verse 6, Since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, each of us is to use them accordingly. Now, I'm not going to deep dive into any of these, but these gifts are the charismas. This is the charisma gift. It's that's inherent grace, ability, impartation that's diffused into our very DNA of who we are. It's something, it's a charisma. Charisma. It's grace. Ma is gifting. And so by the grace of God, when you are born, you are born with this innate ability as something inside of you that you have so that you can fulfill that purpose design for service. That purpose that you have, this apportionment, this appointment that you have in the earth, you've been You've been given an ability, a grace ability, a capacity, a skill in a sense, a, a strength within you. It's a gifting from God. This is the only place that this word is actually, not, not this word is used, not the only place this word is used, but in the context of you and me as the body of Christ here right now, what we've been given. You see, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, they talk about gifts there. It's not. We'll talk about that another time. This here is the grace charisma, is the grace charisma, gifting, ability, innate ability 
that we have to fulfill our purpose. And so verse 6 says, since we have gifts, charisma, that differ according to the grace given to us, each of us is to use them accordingly. So we all got different ways and different giftings, different ways of applying those giftings, different ways of of being led of God, influenced of God to, to do that. When I discovered that, it changed everything about how I do things, how I approach the world, how I approach people. I use my gifting now to connect with people in the world. My witnessing is not just a random out there. I know I have a purpose. I know I have a mission to fulfill, and I'm gifted to fulfill it. Then he goes on to say, he says, if someone has the gift of prophecy, let him speak a new message from God to his people in proportion to the faith he possessed. I'm not going to deep dive into prophecy. It's not what you're thinking. If you're thinking what you're thinking, it's not what you're thinking. Okay, so in proportion to the faith possessed. So you operate with, with your gifting, your charisma, according to to the degree, to the metron that you have right now. Don't try and exceed that. You know, people are going, I'm a prophet to the nations. If you've not called to the nations, then you're not a prophet to the nations. Have you discovered you could be an effective prophet to your children? You could, and I'm using the word prophet here, but it's like, that's not what it's talking about. But, I could be a communicator of the will and purpose of God to my children, to my community, to a, my, my classroom, to a school, in the hospital, to the patients I work with, etc., etc., to the, my company, my organization, my clients, or it could be to the nations. What I'm trying to say is that it's not just within the context of what we're thinking. And it's according to the proportion, um, yes, in proportion to the faith that you have. The metron of faith, not the how much or how little or how great. Or Jesus said, you know, faith as small as a mustard seed can can move mountains, can move trees. Nothing will be impossible to them. So it's not the size. It's not, you know, please don't. It's like, oh, they've got great faith, so that they so they can, and I can't. That's not what it is. Everybody's been a portion because we all have something to contribute to making the body of Christ a living organism organism in the earth that begins to reflect and uh, represent the Heavenly Father and establish the kingdom of God in the earth. So we all have that. So, And he goes on to say, if service, in the act of serving. So in other words, the same proportion of faith in the act of serving. So if your gift is serving, that's the same proportion of faith. Or he who teaches in the act of teaching. Or he who encourages in the act of encouragement. Or he who gives with generosity. He who leads with diligence. And he who sows mercy in caring for others with cheerfulness. I would really encourage you to go look at this portion of scripture. Word by word. Verse by verse. And really meditate on that. And ask God. Not because you're doing some subjective uh, gifts discovery course, but by the Spirit of God, because that's who has appointed you, is the Spirit of God by the Father's will, 
is to is to begin to ask God by his spirit to reveal to you the one or two charismas, maybe three, I don't know. It's like, what is it that is you? And then begin to ask God, what is the proportion of your faith? What is the metron of your faith in that area? Where's your boundaries and where do you start? That's the discovery of the will of God and the plan of God and the destiny of God and the purpose of God for your life. I take people through an exercise of finding that basic, but I do it in a business context, which is, uh, or a leadership context, which is mission, vision, values, and edge. And, and really, it's not, not that complicated. It's to discover it within the context of that. And when you discover that, and then it's like, okay, it doesn't all make sense, but when you discover the passion well, actually, that's where passion is birthed out of. When you understand that, when you discover that, understand that, and begin to walk in that. Little steps. You won't see a whole big plan straight away. You won't see everything, but you begin to walk in what you have, where you are right now, and things begin to happen in your life. You begin to impact people's lives way beyond even your ability to see. You won't even see it straight away. Things are happening in people's lives. Things begin to happen in the culture, the community, the society, in people's lives around you that you don't even realize. So we've got to stop talking about the out there. Just get out there. A lot of people don't understand that. That's why they don't do anything. They're passive. But when we help people to find what, who they are, so they don't have to go out and prophesy. He, yeah, he, yeah, the, 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 they, they they begin to prophesy with their gift, their charisma in the area of influence that God gives them, the area of faith, where their faith is effective. That's when it begins to happen. And they begin to impact people's lives, a target audience, because that's who God has sent them to. And each one of us, so your gift is not my gift. Your, you may have exactly the same gift as me, but we are two different people with different spheres of influence, different proportions of faith, different metrons, different appointments. And therefore, I need you, you need me, and we accomplish something in the earth because we're not exactly the same. Does it, I hope that makes sense. If, if that makes sense to you or you don't, and, you, know, you don't get it and say, Sean, I don't get it, <laughs> then pop me a comment in the box below and, uh, and I'll try and answer your, your questions as much as possible. And hopefully others will be able to contribute as well. That's for those that are live on Facebook right now. If you are in the uh, podcast right now, the KLE podcast, uh, please uh, pop me a message or, or email me. Um, at seanpsmith at gmail.com and I'll do my best to help clarify and guide you in that. And if you want to go through that exercise of your mission, vision, values um, and your edge, let me know and then maybe we can even do a um, workshop on that, a masterclass as they now, the latest trend is to call it. All right, so don't forget to hop on to the um, KLE podcast. There's also the Leadership Boost where I do points and principles uh, to inspire you to become a high performance leader every day. If you're listening to the podcast and you haven't yet joined the Kingdom Leadership Equipping Facebook group, please um, hop over to Facebook and look for the Kingdom Leadership Equipping. We'd love to have you as part of our community. They're contributing um, and engaging and helping us all develop and grow together as Kingdom leaders. 
in the earth today. All right. So from Sean, thank you for being with me. This is Sunday night. Have a super, super week. I'll be talking to you probably tomorrow and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and Saturday uh, on the KLE podcast. All right. God bless you.